So we want to do the right thing, let the Word of God do it. Are we ready to get the Word of God today? Are we ready to be changed today? I don't know about you, but we need the Word of, we need the armor of God. Everybody believe that when you walk in this world, you need an armor? I don't, what is that all for? We're going to find out because I believe God is going to help us do this today. And I know he will because, you know why I know he will? You know why I know he's going to help us? Because we are taking the time to open our hearts and minds to his word. And, and Jesus is the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So I don't know about you. If you want God in your, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, just bring some Jesus. Get the word of God in you. It does everything. So if we're going to do this today, right here's a, here's a scripture. Hold fast to this. And Ephesians 6.10 says, be strong in the Lord and in his strength of his might. Ugh, can you do anything? Is, is anything impossible for someone who has the might of God and the strength of God? Is anything impossible for you? There's nothing impossible for you if you have his might and his strength. Did he not speak the universe in existence by a word? So how powerful are your words? See, we will never understand that until we get to heaven. And finally, the Lord will say, do you know how powerful your words were? Do you understand that I spoke everything in existence and I will teach you as my children how to speak life? And we're going to do that. Oh, can you imagine? A belt of truth is today. Anybody have a belt on? Men, keep your trousers up, right? Keep your trousers up. As you get older, you kind of lose some, yeah, you know, well, what anyway, won't go there. We'll just drop that right where it is, won't we? We'll just drop it right there. You got your belt on? Okay, it's good. Everybody got their belts on here today. <laughs> he's, he's not sure what I'm going to do. I pass him by every time. He's not sure what I'm going to do right there, you know. He's like, this guy is scary. <laughs> All right. That guy looks like he knows what he's doing, right? Ephesians 6, 10, and 11. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his strength and his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to, what? Stand. Now, I don't know about you. If you're going to fight someone, if you're going to fight your enemy, are you, seated, are you seated down? Is this the best way to do it? I feel pretty comfortable. These are pretty comfortable chairs, aren't they? Is anybody tired today? Ethan, you tired today? Where's he at? Because he didn't have, he didn't get any sleep at all. Where's he? Oh, he's in the back area. These are pretty comfortable. Are you supposed to be seated when you face your enemy? Then what does that mean? What does it mean not to be seated? What does it mean to stand to your enemy? Stand what? Do you stand with your back towards him? Is there any armor you put on your back? Is there not all your armor on the front of you? So what should you be facing your enemy? How do you face an enemy you cannot see? How do you face an enemy that you cannot see? What do you think you need to do? How do, how do you fight someone you cannot see? You see all these new, these new movies out there, and you got these superheroes, right? And some people, they disappear and they come back. Wouldn't it be awesome you're fighting somebody, smacks you in the back of the head? I would not want to be, that would frustrate me, to fight somebody you cannot see. How can you fight someone you cannot see who hates you, who wants to divide you, who wants to steal, kill, and destroy against you, who wants to do everything in his power to take you down? He loves it when you're down. He kicks you when you're down. He spits on you when you're down. How do you fight him? Should you not be aware? The Bible says to be alert and aware. He's, he's a roaring lion. He's looking for he would devour. He is roaming, looking. And as soon as he sees you, sit, he's seated down. Look at that. He thinks he's comfortable. He's going to come on over and shake your hand. 
And you know what? He's the kind of devil you cannot see and you think you know him. And you don't because he comes up with another scheme. And so he's always scheming. He's always looking a way to deceive you. He, and that's the thing. He's relentless. And I don't want to give you, but greater is he. See, here's the thing. Let's know him, but let's defeat him. We're, we're not here to talk about him to give him glory. He deserves none he deserves no glory. He don't deserve any part of your life. He don't deserve you to even say, you know, the devil beat me up. Don't even say that. Why would you give him any glory for what he's done? I want you to learn how to turn around and not even, you don't even have to know exactly where he's at. I want you to do that word of God. No, this is what I stand on. Greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. Come on. I don't need to know where you are. I'm going to fight you where you are right now, and I'm going to believe that what I know to be true in your word is going to defeat you. You see, there's a way to come against your enemy. Don't think you're going to always know him and what he's going to do. He knows the weaknesses of your life. He knows what makes you mad. He knows it makes you sad. He knows it makes you hurt, and he's ready to kick you. Now, here's the thing. Is he good at what he does? Without glory, let's not even say it. Let's just say this. Has anybody been deceived before in your life? Has anybody been deceived even yesterday? You see, let's not just go, let's just, just get real here. Like every one of us are pounders of the devil. You know, we win every single day. He don't get any part of my life. I kick him in the shoes every single day I get. Now, I understand that's where we want to get to, but we got to get there. And once we get there, you don't keep it for yourself. You give it to someone else. Is that a deal? Once you get it here, let's give it away. Let's teach some money about Take a partner. I want you today to think of a partner. You say, as I learn how to fight my enemy, and I believe today you'll have an opportunity to fight him. I believe he's not going to wait until you get smarter and wiser. I believe today he's got a plan. He knows that you're here today to learn how to put a belt on. And he says, well, first thing any person in the army of the Roman army had to do was put a belt on. You know why? Because that was the first major thing that had to be a part. Now you think, what did the belt look like? I don't know. I don't know what it looked like. Don't matter. They say it sometimes was ornate with metals and different things hanging there. Some were leather. Some were made of metals and leather. It doesn't matter what it looked like. I kind of need to know. I put it on for you, but... Right now, i got my weightlifting belt on. And so as they put it on, what does it mean to put on? That means you've got to pick it up. That's a choice you've got to make. And if you stand there and say, I'm saved by God, that's good. You know you're saved. But you've got to pick up. To take up, the Bible says. You don't leave it on the floor. You don't leave it. You know, so what do we do to do that? Do you, and, and I've heard people come up with a ritual of the day. You know, I, I start with my breakfast, and then I go to the Word of God, and I do this, and I put on my armor. Well, that's good. How do you put it on? What is the first thing? It's the belt of truth. And I don't even know what it looked like. It might have looked like a belt. might not have. It doesn't matter. They say they had to gird up in the loins is what the Word says. So what does it mean to gird up in the loins? What's gird up? Well, they said they, wrote, they would wear these robes, and the robes would be, you know, like, not a dress. Let's not go there because we're men. It wasn't a dress. It's a robe. And so if they're going to fight, they didn't want this, you know, they wouldn't be able to get around. Is that funny? 
And, and so you, you didn't want to, anybody get into a fight and you weren't ready or, or you got, your, you're stumbling around or something, you know, like, you know, you're not, it's not good not to be ready. You may get something right across the chin. So gird up. They say they take the ropes and they pull those up and they will tie them. And so it gives their legs that they can get around. So to gird up is to take what was a robe that they had and to get what to get prepared to get ready for battle. It's like I've decided I'm going to go to battle. So you've got to decide. First thing you've got to do is decide. Okay, there's an enemy? Absolutely. Do I always know his schemes? Not really. But I am going to be prepared. That means you've got to identify him and things that happen. Or what people will say. Or something will come. You've you got to see when something's coming. Adversity comes or, or something comes against what you think is right. You've got to know. You've got to prepare yourself. You've got to take up the belt of truth. You've got to gird up, getting ready for battle so that you're facing. And then all of a sudden, well, you can't gird up and say, well, I don't know where he's at. You know, I, I know he's around here someplace. You've got to gird up. And then you recognize it already or you wouldn't be girding up. So face it. What does the word say? What should you have equipped? It says a belt of. So where's that come from? Do you make it up? Is it relevant truth today? Is it something that fits your society? Is it something in culture? It's nothing to do with any of that. The belt of truth is nothing about the truth of God's word. How are you going to gird it up if you don't know it? How are you going to do that? You can't. And so what you end up doing is you start to stumble. Well, I don't know if this is the devil or not. And you start to reason. You start to lean on your own understanding of what's happening. And we know that you can't trust in the Lord with all your heart. And so what we need to do is be able to identify and gird ourselves up. So I, oh, I, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want you to do this for me. This is fun. So what I do, I want you to point and I want you to say, I see you there. Now, don't, look, don't, don't be pointing at your wife or your husband right now or your siblings Jesus saw behind Peter's act what he said, I will never let anyone kill you or take you. And Jesus took them in and said, get behind me, Satan. I want you to be able to identify. Don't call people Satan. Not a good thing. But I want you to identify, and I want you to say, I see you there. Try it right now. And don't, don't, point, don't, point, don't point at me. But I see you there. I want you to start to identify and then prepare. You cannot prepare. You're unprepared if you can't identify. That means you, someone says, I pick up the forum or God in the morning. Good for you. You've got something going on there. I'm not saying it's wrong. But I am saying this. If you're not prepared, when that enemy comes and you get, where did that come from? Where's your armor? You say you picked it up, but it ain't on. You got slapped, didn't you? So the thing is this, before you can be prepared, you've got to identify. And once you identify something, then you start to gird up. And you gird up in. So your mind should go right off the bat. The Holy Spirit leads you in all truth. Isn't it wonderful that, he, that he's already working for us on our behalf? Isn't it good that you're on a fighting team that's going to win? The Holy Spirit says, I'm going to reveal to you truth that you need right now, which is nice. And so you're getting ready. You're going to put on the bar. Oh, I see you. There it is. I see you there. Now, anybody have trigger points? Anybody got, anybody got, who's got problem with anger? Or, or hurt, anxiousness? Any of those things come around? Anybody feel that? See, those are feelings you can feel coming on. What's it? You're starting to identify. 
a lot of it is to do with us, right? It's an insecurity and whatever. The devil knows them. So I see it. It might be what someone said. They didn't mean to say it. I'm not going to call them the devil, but I am saying whatever they said triggers something in me. And all of a sudden, I feel myself going, okay, I've identified you, devil. I've identified you. Now I'm going to gird up. What I need to gird up? I need to gird up in truth. So I, I've got the Holy Spirit's leading me there. So if I don't find truth, what, what's, he's, he's trying to tell me. So I open up my ears to say, Father, what, what is the truth? What does your truth say? And instantly, I, see what I just did? What did I just do? I girded my identified. I now gird myself in truth. But I've got to know truth. Some of you might have to go to your Bible. You might have to say, I don't, I don't have that memorized. But I'm, I know the Bible says this. You, know, you might have to find yourself, get in the Bible for a while. But eventually, it's going to be there. What's amazing, it, the Holy Spirit will lead you there. It's amazing. Hide the word of God in your heart so you will not sin against the Father. You hide it in your heart, the Holy Spirit can retrieve right when you need it. Everybody got a Bible on their phone? Who who has a Bible on them at all times? I mean, you can today if you got a phone. Don't, don't, and people, I got a flip phone. Get rid of the flip phone. Get something to get a Bible on it. I understand you like the flip phone. It's good texts and calls. That's all you need. But you need a Bible more than that. So if you got the Bible in the car and you see, you say, oh, I see you there. And all of a sudden you're like, well, I don't know a verse. So what you need to do is have the Bible on you. I want you to read the Bible or you have the Bible read to you. The Bible app will do that for you. It's pretty easy. Just put it on. Drive, who has to drive long distances? Put the Bible on. Get it in you. Hide it in the Word. Then meditate. Turn it off and say, meditate on that Word. What, is that? what does that mean? And all before you know it, the Lord's going to pull this truth together, and you're going to be powerful. The devil hates this. That's why he tells you don't read it. Don't worry about it. Just go to church on Sunday mornings. You'll get enough Bible in you. You'll be good for the week. Liar. Liar. I mean, it sounds good, but you're lying to me. So gird up. You got to see the schemes. Stand for. I like standing firm. Robert, come here for a sec. Got my belt on. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Okay. So, if if I if I he's dressed in blacks and in white, so we'll say this is the devil part right here. Say I identify, and I see through what a person has said to me. Or I see what an action, maybe Robert that day, and I'm not feeling too good. Robert just walks right, and I thought I had a relationship, and he walked right past me. And I'm like, he didn't need to say hi. He hurt my, he hurt my feelings. You know, insecurity. If I know, if I love Robert, I know there's something up. And I don't have to worry about it. See how the devil can play? Oh, you're not worthy. He don't like you. He don't care about you. Do you see him just pass you on by? That church judges you. That church doesn't like you. See how he lies? So you got to identify. See, identify. And then what I'm going to do now since I identify, I, I'm going to stand firm. Now, how am I going to stand firm? I'm going to stand to where I know my opponent. It, we're not going to do anything today. My opponent isn't going to take advantage of me. That means I'm not going to be seated down like this and say, I, I see you there. What kind, what kind of defense am I going to, how can I come against him? Matter of fact, he could probably kick me along the jaw now because I'm down at that level. You see, I'm not going to sit. I'm going to stand. The Bible says stand firm. Stand firm. And then again, how many times does it say stand firm in those verses? You all see that? 
It's good, isn't it? Stand firm. Stand firm means I'm not movable. <laughs> you, you, might, you might have to, you know, depend on what you've got to do, but I'm going to stand firm. How can I stand firm? Especially against something I can't see. All I can do is stand firm against what I have identified to be the work of the devil. And what does Jesus do? He says he come to defeat the works of what? The devil. He's come to destroy the works of of the devil. He has come. So I know through Jesus Christ, I've got the ability to destroy the works of the devil. And it all happens right here. So identify. I stand firm. How do you stand firm? How's your foundation? What are you standing on? Pastor Teresa, you said it. I say it all the time. What word are you standing on? How, do you, how am I going to stand firm when I'm on sand? And I'm sinking. The waves come. You see? I stand firm on the foundation in Christ Jesus. So I stand firm. So I know now I don't even have to worry. You know what? I don't even have to pretend I'm standing firm. And even in that, the Holy Spirit's going to give me what I need in strength. That God is for me. Who can be against me? You know, matter of fact, I'm teaming up with the man. Are you sure you want to mess with the man? You see, I can stand firm knowing that who's behind me and who I'm in. I'm in Christ Jesus. And he's all-powerful. And he's the authority of all. So I stand on his behalf. You see, I represent him. Now, you think he's going to move me? See, you've got to be able to plant. Thank you, sir. I didn't, I didn't do anything fancy. You've got to be able to be firm. Stand firm. So stand up unprepared. You stand up against an army you're unprepared for, you will be destroyed. But you stand up with an army. You may not understand all the tactics and schemes because he is a schemer. But you stand in behalf and representation, representation, I'm sorry, of the living God, the most high God. He could do it. I don't have to worry about that. Therefore, take up the full armor. Full armor means what? What does full armor mean? It sounds good. Full armor. Full armor of God means every, everything required. Nothing is lacking. means if I read this verse, do I have everything in knowledge of what I need? Yes, this verse, these verses we're going to cover in the former of God is everything you need to defeat the enemy. The Bible says resist him and he will flee. How do you resist? How do you, how do you you're standing firm? You resist to what he is. You see, everything is found in these weapons. And each one is a weapon. That means you, when you, you, when you put, I put these all on in the morning. Good for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? So each one, we're going to do each one. The belt of truth. Full armor, God, it says. Full armor. Everything is required. Nothing lacking. Armor. Weapons to wage war. That means I am not going to sit down. I, I believe there is a war, and I am a called soldier. That means I am not going to be sitting down when the war is on. I'm not going to be a David on the rooftop when there's a fight that I need to be in. I am going to be ready for it. You've got to make a deck. Who's going to be a warrior today? Who's going to be a soldier today in God's army? If you, and knowing that am I with him, who can be against me? You see, there is a way to know I'm part of an army, and there's a way to know how to fight. And this is it right here. Can you identify today? Because when you leave this church, you will have opportunity to identify the enemy. And then, are you ready to gird up in truth? If you start to, start to read your word, start to meditate on verses, don't read to read, read to study, read to learn. 
as if you're going to teach it to someone that same day. Are you ready? Take up the form. I just love it when he says full. Other translations may be a little different, but I know it's everything I need. Everything. And that's what I love. Let's go. I want to take you one part of uh, 2 Corinthians here. 10, 3 and 4. It says, for, for though we walk in the flesh, which we do, we do not wage war. We don't go warring against according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful, right, to do the structures of fortresses, which is fortresses are strongholds. If someone's got a stronghold of you, if I take someone's arm like Saudi here and I grab him like this, I, now he's pretty strong too, so I might have trouble, but I can get a stronghold on him, right? Make, it's harder for him to function when I got a hold of him, right? When the devil's got a hold of you, it's going to be hard for you to function right. Does God want you to be crippled? He doesn't. He's got, you, you're trying to turn that page without your arm there. It's kind of hard to do. So don't, stronghold. Strong, what is a stronghold? So devil's got a hold, a stronghold in your life. Addiction is a stronghold. But what's the say we got? It says we have divine weapons. That will what? Destroy strongholds. Doesn't matter what it looks like. We don't have to say, well, you're stronger than mine. Every single one will be destroyed by our divine weapons. Now, what's a divine weapon? Well, didn't we talk about weapons? Didn't we talk about gird up with the belt of truth? How powerful is truth? You see, this is the weapons, divine weapons. And, and, and they're going to do heavily fortified military contain, or containment or prison. That's going to free someone from jail. Someone's coming out of jail today because we have the weapons. See, we can try to convince somebody, you need Jesus, which is true. You need to get saved, that's true. But what do you have as a divine weapon to free you? We have ability, you and I as believers, to free people from prison. You have divine weapons that you just put on, first being the belt of truth. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is good to lead someone to Jesus. They need Jesus. If this woman that you know, it's a a relative, right? If she is addicted to whatever drug, you see, what is the role Jesus has called you to? You see, we want her to be saved and born again, but how long is it going to take this young girl to understand the power of truth? How long is she going to start to declare truth against that addiction? See, she needs you. We need each other, right? It's not going to come like this. You just can't start thinking of these things. This comes with growth and maturity. You start to use the word of God more as you mature in him. You're going to start to come against the enemy more. So how important is it to have someone that knows Jesus with you if you're struggling when they start to declare truth? You see, truth will set them free. She needs powerful voice of truth, not a, a good shoulder Sorry you're going through this. I feel badly. Let me, let me free you today because I know the word of God that has the ability to free you. We're going to free that person. And that's what's ama- it's amazing. 
Ephesians 6.13, therefore take up the form of God so that you will be able to resist the devil in evil day, right? The evil day, and having done everything to stand firm. And then what? Stand firm, therefore, having girded yourself, your loins with truth. John 17, 17, sanctify them with the truth. You are sanctified by truth. God's truth sanctifies you. Isn't that good news? For his word sanctifies you. And then if you continue my word, then you are my true, my true disciples. And it says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. See, there's power in truth. It's amazing what that can do. Let me give you some truth today. Here's, here's how you gird up. You see the enemy coming. Maybe this is against you. Maybe you've got an insecurity today. Maybe you've got fear that rises up in you at times, and you're not sure how to do it. It's a stronghold. You can't get rid of it. You said you let it at the altar, and it keeps coming back. Who has that problem? You said it at the altar, I give it up, and it keeps coming back. It's like he's got a stronghold. Why doesn't it stay at the altar? I give it to him. Whose fault? God can't handle it. Maybe it's how we give it. Maybe it's how we fight it. Maybe it's how we overcome it. Maybe there's something in this that he says, no, I just don't take it at the altar. You will overcome it. You will overcome it. And so we got to make sure that when we give something to God, it's something he takes. Maybe he says, no, this is why I make you an overcomer. You see? And so let me give you some truth today, all right? When the devil's trying to lie to you, here's something to gird up in. Maybe it's against you. Here's how I gird up. Look at what the truth says. A child, I'm a child of God. Is that true? Romans 8, 14 says that. I'm a child of God. So the devil says, oh, I don't think, are you truly a son of God? Did Jesus ever have that temptation when the devil says, hmm, if you really are the son of God, why don't you turn that stone to bread? You're hungry, aren't you? But if you really are the Son of God, if you really are the Son of God, then why don't you change that so that you can eat? And what did Jesus say? He says, I live upon the words that come from my Father's mouth. And what does Father just say to him before he left the baptism area? He says, isn't this my beloved son? Isn't this my beloved son? Is this not my beloved son whom, whom I'm well pleased? Did he not say that? Did he not already declare it from, didn't God declare it from his own mouth to his own son that he is the son of God? This is my son who I'm well pleased. And then the devil has room to say, if you really are the son of God. Did you not hear what God said about me? Did you not hear what he said? See, Jesus had to remind the devil, you weren't there at this baptism when I went under the water and I came up and the Holy Spirit led me into the wilderness? Weren't you there when God said, from, when my father said from heaven, this is my son? Sometimes you've got to remind the devil of the words you know because he's lying to you. He's always trying to take your identity. He's trying to say, you're not a son. You're not a daughter of God. Look what you just did. You got mad. So you're not. You see, he lies. Don't let him just say, I am a child of God. That's scripture. I am a royal priesthood. That's scripture. I am a new creation. That's scripture. Co-heirs with Jesus Christ. That's scripture. I can go on. I am seated with him in heavenly places. That's scripture. You see, I gird up knowing who I am. And then all of a sudden, I find myself standing a little bit more firmer. You got argument with me? I'll tell you who I am. 
because I'm try- I know you're trying to convince me I'm not. But I'll tell you who I am. I am a child of God. I am the royal priesthood. Tell him who you are. And you know what you're really doing? This is what you're doing at that moment. You see, the devil's lying to you, trying to tell you something else. You start to gird up. Oh, you want a little fight? You want a little fight? See how it all works? Father, we thank you for your goodness. You're God that cares. I thank you, Father, that your word is what saves us. Your word is what sanctifies us. Your word cleanses us. Your word will do all that we need. It, it's hidden in our hearts. It keeps us from sin. Your word will do all. Of, it gives us the, the enemy, against the enemy, things that we need. Father, your word plants in me, and I know truth, and truth sets me free. Father, your word is so precious. I thank you, Father, as we even look on it today, and even if we ponder it today, Father, we meditated on it today. It has the power to change me by the renewing of my mind. Father, thank you that the belt is the first thing. Thank you, Father, that we look at our enemy in the face and we can identify him. We can say, there you are. And then we start to gird up in truth. Father, we start to stand against. We're standing on a foundation you've set in Christ Jesus. You've set it. I stand on it. And I stand on that faith and that truth. Lord, thank you for caring so much for me. And I know you care for every person in this place today. You're a God that loves us. And you're a God that cares. You are tremendous, a tremendous God in Jesus' name.